see, there's two kinds of doctors. The kind that gets rid of their feelings and the kind that keeps them. If you're going to keep your feelings, you're going to get sick from time to time. That's just how it works. Everyone, remain calm. We're going to need 50 cc's of hairspray. Stat, this episode, we're watching ER on The Showdown. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast, and as always, the showdown is recorded in front of a live dog and cat audience. Meow. My name is Cliff, and this is the podcast where I, a television idiot, dissect one epic TV series with a television expert. So Colin, how are things in TV land today? Intense. I bet they They're are. They're incredibly yeah. intense. Okay. I haven't sure. let my breath out for about two weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's It's been rough. Okay. It's been real rough. So you're easily manipulated is what you're saying Yeah, right absolutely. Okay, yeah. got it. How many times did I cry during this show? Well, I don't know, a million? Yeah, when weren't you crying? I right, think it would be an exactly. Easier, an easier breakdown. So of course, this 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 episode, we're talking about the, the famed television Legendary. show ER. Chance for emergency. emergency room. Did you know room. that? I didn't know that. I did know that. Yeah. I did know that that's what it supposedly yeah, stands for. Yeah, some real medical jargon. Oh, yeah. Around. Oh, yeah. I learned a lot. Yeah. So, I'm, well, we'll talk about it. I, I, yeah. I, I landed in a weird spot on okay. the show. Um, that's good. I did too. But for anybody that's not familiar with let's go through the show overview here really quick at the top. So, so the show, of course, itself aired uh, from 1994 to 2009. A long-running, oh, yeah. uh, long-running show, about 15 seasons. We'll talk about him in a bit. It was on the air for a long time, uh, all on NBC, and a, a one-hour drama. A, a lot of content. Oh yeah, so a, so much content. A shocking amount of content. 331 episodes to be to be exact. A which, staggering yeah, amount of content. Yeah, it's 15 seasons. This was this was a tentpole of NBC Thursday nights, along with Friends mm-hmm. and Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. At eight, nine, and then ER at ten, yeah, respectively. Well, which is it was it was an era. Seems like a downhill trend okay. for the evening, <laughs> right. if you ask me. We'll see when we review Seinfeld. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll bet Seinfeld lands somewhere in the middle. I bet it does too. Actually, yeah, now uh-huh. that I think about it. All right, All right let's get into the cast. Uh, this this is this is going to take a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going I'm to take a little break. While okay, we read sure. Okay. All right, we have Noah Wiley, of course. Uh, Laura Inns. Is that Innes? I don't know. Innes? Okay. Uh, Laura, Laura <laughs> Siron, Deezer D, Maura Tierney, Goran Viznajik. Wow, this is going to be fun. Oh, there's, yeah, we haven't even gotten started. Yvette Freeman, Anthony Edwards, Eric LaSalle, Emily Wagner, Alex Kingston, Lynn Alicia Henderson, mm-hmm. Sherry Stringfield, Abraham Ben Ruby, yep. Mackay Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. Juliana Margulies, yep. Parminder Nagra, Troy Evans, mm-hmm. Lily Mary. Sure. Linda Cardellini, mm-hmm. Paul McCrane, Ming-Na Wen, Whoa. Monte Russell, should we, <laughs> Ellen should, should we have an intermission in the middle of this cast reading? <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the good one Okay, yet. please continue. <laughs> uh, Ellen Crawford, Connie Murray, Brazelton, Scott Grimes, George Clooney. Yeah, of course. Glory Rubin, John Stamos. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't have to shout uh, <laughs> the names of the, the guys with the hair. Okay. <laughs> they don't really even have hair. They're just, I'm just excited just about like, haircuts today. They're just the pediatricians. Uh-huh. Uh, William H. Macy and Angela Bassett. Yeah. And every guest star possible in, in humanity's history. Yeah, they have yep. everybody on this show. Yeah, the Wonder Years said, hey, we have all the people and... ER said, "Hold my beer." Yeah, uh, it's the, so the cast uh, that was dude, that was quite trying. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. But it's an ensemble show, and it was on Absolutely. for so long. They had a few periods where they yeah, turned they over through, yeah. the cast, and so it, uh, it's it's that's not just a list of everyone that was ever on the show. That's those are just the people that appeared the in stars, yeah. like more than a hundred episodes. Like it's it's a long list. Well, and it's crazy the the kind of core group of doctors in the first season versus the core group of doctors in the fifteenth season. Mm-hmm. There are no overlaps. Like there are some well, characters that return, sure. But you know, as far as the main ER doctors, yeah, I I read I think that Noah Wiley and and Laura Ennis uh, are the two. I think it may be tied for the most appearances on the show. I think which so, is, yeah. Which is not I mean, all of them, but but most of them. It's not. kind of always been John Carter's story because it starts on his first day, if you'll remember. Yeah, yeah. Which we're going to we'll talk about to. starting an IV. That's uh-huh. um, really uh-huh. really depressing. So the description for this show is pretty simple. So set in Chicago, which is important, as Chicago is kind of a character 
uh, on its own in the show. It's set in Chicago. This medical drama deals with the personal and professional crises. Crises? Crises. Crises? Crises. <laughs> okay, you, <laughs> moving on. Of the doctors in the emergency room at County General Hospital. From the exciting to the mundane, a day in the frantic hospital serves up many interesting dilemmas, as well as heart heart rending. What? I heart rending. Yeah, I think that's a typo. I think it's heart rendering. No, I think it's heart rending. Okay. <laughs> is that a word? Yeah, it is now. All right. Yeah, heart rending choices for everyone on staff. Yeah, I think it's heart rending. Sorry. For, okay. Sorry to our listeners for our. Like our lack of understanding of the English language. This isn't language. a words podcast. This was a huge show, so there's a lot going on. You have to forgive yeah. us. There's a lot of yeah. a lot of content together <laughs> before we can take here. this this thing apart. Plus, it was hard to write and read with tears in my eyes constantly. I bet it was. So, yep. so I think that's a fair description. It really is an ensemble show. It's uh, what what's the business term for it? It's a it's an episodic. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Man, well, I, I was going to say procedural, but it's really not a procedural. A procedural is like a law and order where you know what the beats are going to be. But sure, it, but it is episodic. More it's so not that far off of that yep. though. Like it's a it, it's it's a formulaic show, I guess. Sure, is the word yeah, I would you use you for know it. that when it's calm, all of a sudden they're going to get twenty new patients because of sure. a bridge collapse or whatever. Right, there's some storylines, but the yep. the show show to show is more or less the same setting, same yep. same type of stuff. Absolutely, fun. yeah. So let's talk about the ratings a little sure. bit. IMDb gives it a seven point seven, which is pretty low. Yeah. And Incorrect. then TV.com gives it an 8.9. Way, way off. Yeah. All right. Uh, as for the awards, unfortunately, they only won one Golden Globe. That's sad. That went to Anthony Edwards in 1998, which mm-hmm. would have been the fourth season. But we learned that ER actually stands for Emmy Recipients. Okay. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, Don't. it does. They won 28, 28 Emmys over the course of those 15 seasons. So again, much like the cast list, this is going to take a minute. Uh, Drama for 96, Juliana Margulies in 95, Sally Field in 01 and 03 guest star. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maura Tierney in 01, James Cromwell in 01, Don Cheadle. Brew guest star also. In they had three, a bunch of guest yeah. star Emmys. Ray Liotta in uh-huh. five. Also for Directing guest star. in 95, 98, 01, and 09. Writing in 95. Casting in 95 and 97. Editing in 95, 97, 2000. Graphic design in 95. Sound, sound in 95, 98, 99, and 01. Uh-huh. Sound mixing in 95, 97, 99, 02, and 03. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's a lot. They also uh, hold the record, I believe, for the most Emmy nominations. I'm sure that's believe, true. Yeah, because every that's, category that's they, correct. They also, it's, hit it's out of the park. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's some there's some additional some ones. SAG awards. Yeah, they have eight. They have two ensembles in '96 and '98. Anthony Edwards won four times for '96, '97, '98, and '99, and Juliana Margulies won. Twice for ninety eight and ninety nine. Right, which to me, like the the Emmys are what they are, and the Golden Globes, the SAG awards are a, a, a little more interesting. It's prestigious, yeah, right? It's, it's about it's acting and, and the crowd. Yeah, so I don't know. I think that says something about the show. So the yeah. notable notable filming locations. I was pretty simple on this one. So Chicago. Uh, for all the exteriors, uh, and then at Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank for the interiors. They actually made a point, like it wasn't just kind of lip service to they'd shoot some outside scenes that they would reuse in Chicago. Like they spent part of every season on location filming different scenes in Chicago for the exteriors and then went back to L.A. for for the interiors, which is kind of interesting. Most shows kind of get their shots and then they'll use that for the rest of the show for sure. wherever it's supposed to happen. But they, they were in Chicago quite a bit filming. Well, and I think you can always tell, I mean, for one, all the actors always look cold cause it's cold up there. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think like you said, the, the city really becomes a character in its own way. It does. Yeah. yeah. So the top rated episode for this one is in season four, episode 15 titled Exodus rated as an 8.3. We watched that show and we'll talk sure about it here. Did. In just a minute. Uh, and, the, you know, the familiarity disclaimer for us is I, I had never seen an episode of ER in my life. I was certainly aware of what it was and kind of its social footprint, but I uh, had never seen it. You... I had watched most of it. Not quite all of it. I think I watched up until some of the... Look, once Anthony Edwards was out, I was out too. Well, so you know what I'm saying? I, th- I think we owe it to our listeners to explain how you're familiar with the show. So you were... You were allowed to watch it as a child, like it was your. You, could, you were allowed to stay up and watch this medical I, I drama. Mean, I, that, I remember watching it with my parents as a child. Yes, right. Which is crazy. Suck with that. Going back to it because there were scenes where our kid would watch it, walk into the room, and we we would frantically pause it because of the screaming and blood and whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. I was old enough. I was. 
I was a young teen, a preteen okay. for the All early right. seasons. Okay. All Certainly right. am. I was you, also very mature. Yeah, you, don't, you don't seem super damaged. So Look, I mean, <laughs> TV is my life. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You were, my parents were preparing me for You were that. raised specifically on a diet of ER and... Friends and by the Bell. And Sam by the Bell. That's yeah, great. so that's it. Explains a lot. So yeah. in case out there you're not familiar with it, uh, maybe we can we can try and and, uh, and rectify that. I had a little segment we like to call uh, theme song jukebox. So we so that's a long we let that one play all the you way gotta, through and I'll tell you why I love this theme song. I love this theme song too. I love it. I have it, written down great theme songs. It may be my favorite theme song of all time. I think it's so effective for the show and and we'll get into this with close-ups mm-hmm. a little bit more, but it speaks to their Emmys for sound and sound mixing. It maybe yeah I think I think some of that too is for like the the shots that they do in the in the show but but this theme song is uh is great. Do you want to do you want to know my thoughts on I why wanna, I think it's I kind of want to play it again. Okay. No, I'm not going to play it. I'm we, not going to play it. We can just no, you know we'll spare our listeners. I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll listen again. to it later on. You, <laughs> you got feel it free on to your, your Spotify Feel mix. free to to go back 30 seconds and <laughs> yeah. and listen to it. Well, I'll I'll tell you one of the reasons that I think it's really really good is that the the noises sound like beeping machines, mm-hmm. and I think I think it evokes. Well, it's got that an ambulance of, whine to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, a, it evokes the the subject matter of the show, but mm-hmm. it still sounds like music, mm-hmm. and it's also hopeful, even though it's anxiety. It's music. like a musical onomatopoeia. Yes, sort of. Yes, is that totally agree? Okay. Yes, that's correct. That All is right. the correct use just, of that. Okay. Yep. I did it, you guys. Great job, everyone. I, I think I think we better go home now. Yeah, let's shut it down. So with that, uh, thanks for joining. No, the, no. so let's. Oh, no, we've, we've got a. I've got some stuff I got to get off my chest here. So let's go ahead and do that uh, and move on to uh, to uh, to a really fun segment. Uh, Colin, are you ready for your close up? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. So close-ups is the part of our podcast where we go a little bit more in depth on our feelings on this show, according to our rewatch. And our rewatch was a little bit different this time, as, as Colin mentioned earlier. There are three hundred and thirty-one episodes. It's of too this many. Show. Guys. I, I'm, I can't watch three hundred and thirty-one hours of television. We want to. Mm, yeah, that's not. I, that's I, not. I would love to sit and binge this for you know, 12 hours a okay, day. Okay, well, that, maybe. It would make me insane. Okay, well, I'll, I'll find something to do while right, you do yeah, that. Right, so, yeah, I have a job. I have a day uh, job. <laughs> um, but we, so what we did is we we decided, so we, we watched, the obviously, the season, the, the series the pilot, opener, yeah. Yeah, the pilot, um, which was, has some interesting history in and of itself. Uh, and then we watched the top two rated episodes. Yes. We watched the lowest rated episode. Yes. We watched the live episode. The live episode. And then we watched, of course, the, the series finale. Yes. Uh, and, and we watched them in order. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll talk about them in order. I kind of wrote down my notes in the order that we watched them. Okay. So, so we'll start with the pilot here. Yes. Season one, episode one. It's some interesting trivia about this that I, I found out along the way, which you, you may be aware of. I didn't know. So of course it, this show is created by Michael Crichton, famous yes. novelist, American novelist. It's written yes. uh, the the wrote the the book of the show that you're wearing right now, Jurassic Park, <laughs> yes. uh, which is on the front of your T-shirt right now. Yep. So <laughs> nerd alert. Yeah, one of the, one of my favorite authors. She's a great science fiction great. author. Uh, also a, a doctor in real life. Yep. Uh, and wrote this pilot. Did you know that he actually wrote this pilot to be a movie first? I did not. It was intended to be a movie, and it was written originally in the 70s. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and it was held until it was eventually made. Uh, here in the 90s into mm-hmm. a television show, and they adapted most of what he had written to be a, a movie as the pilot for the first episode, and I think some other stuff on and that's what became ER. Yep. Yeah, so interesting. So Yeah, the- and he, he was very involved with the show, certainly creator, but I think he was a writer on the show up until he passed away, essentially. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. believe so. So, uh, so I, I found that out before we watched the pilot, and when we watched the pilot, I kind of looked at it with some expectations, and I was kind of like, hmm. 
don't know if that would have been a great movie. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that speaks to why they made it into a show. It's, maybe, it's clearly maybe that's why chapter it's one. Yeah, from right? the 70s. Yeah, this yeah. was... This was well, this would have been around, this would have been Jurassic Park-ish. Yeah, like, There would have been some success yeah. based on his, his properties. Um, well, and I, I think he I think he had had some other success. I think he'd written some other TV made, shows. The maybe. Andromeda Strain had been made into a movie. Oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. and There's some other stuff. I'm sure there were some other things in the works. There were eventually, a, a, you know, a, a bunch of his books were made into uh, into movies. But, yeah. um, uh, but we're not here to talk about Michael Crichton's novelization career. <laughs> we're here to talk about haircuts. And the first... <laughs> note that I made the very first note I made about this show is Clooney's haircut is weird yeah it's it's like old school Clooney it's it's a it's like a it's like a the first iteration of a Bieber cut that he's okay. got in the show. Like, it's yeah. very um, domey. Sure. I would say. Well, and later he was kind of famous on the show for having that kind of what Julius Caesar haircut, like a, yeah. like a Roman. Oh, yeah. He pulled it back into into sure. modern times. When you're George Clooney, you kind of do what you, you want. You make it work. You're, he's what's called a tastemaker. Okay. <laughs> don't know if you're familiar with that term. Uh, but the, uh, the, the cut was weird. It, it was weird. It was. But I got to say, as a as a heterosexual female uh-huh. <laughs> it worked for yeah, you don't care. no i know i know no one cares he looked, he looked fine i'm just pointing okay, out he made it work <laughs> it was odd yeah well we kind of have to give credit to this show for relaunching clooney's career because he wasn't doing much before this other than that's true what what show was he on st elmo's fire was that what he was, was he was actually on a, a, another show called er that was a comedy uh earlier in the i think the late 80s Did really? you know that? yeah i, didn't yeah, know I believe that. that's true that's kind of awesome um yeah and he for this show you know george Clooney now just kind of does what he wants he sure does for yeah. this show uh he had to beg for a, a, a an audition for the show and of course was cast because he's he's you know magnetic well, I think that's actor. crazy. He really is. is you know he kind of I I would liken him to let's say John Hamm in that he kind of wasn't doing much and wasn't really thought of that highly mm-hmm. until he gets cast kind of in his what forties I would say right. maybe as this kind of iconic character and then all of a sudden he's a mega star yeah it's like fueled by charisma yeah right which shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't on paper be marketable but it really it is really is yeah it really works yeah and now he's a director and he's going to be married to the future president of the governor of california as we learned in one of my recent favorite yes. shows uh future man if yes. you haven't seen that i, I highly highly recommend That's right. uh, yeah the yeah. first first man of california George. but Clooney. it is fascinating that in this we're introduced to him as basically a patient you mm-hmm. know uh dr green anthony edwards is awoken because right he shows up hammered yeah he yeah. is hammered mm-hmm. and and what's fascinating is he's a pediatrician and mm-hmm. that's you know they they pull at the heartstrings a lot you have this sure. attractive young doctor who's single and and sleeping with everybody mm-hmm. he's a he loves kids you know yeah <laughs> it's kind yeah. of yeah he hates abusive parents that's right he yeah. sure does yeah he sure does i mean who doesn't who doesn't but yeah. You know, fighting the good fight. So, he we're, is. We're, look, we're not here to just talk about George Clooney. No, no. Colin. So, that's we'll, our so, other what other, podcast. Although there are, there are Clooney. Uh, this will not be the last mention, certainly. Oh, of, no, of, of course uh, his, not. His no. But what, what did so, you, again, you? Like, like I mentioned, it was it's John Carter's first day. Mm-hmm. He comes in, he has done a, what is it, dermatology and something else, some other non uh, mm-hmm. elbow deep rotation. Yeah. Uh, but he is starting as a surgical intern mm-hmm. which is interesting because then later in the series he becomes a very 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 good er doctor right and takes some re- flack for it from the surgery right. department that's there's right. some friction that happens there because he realized he he could never be a great surgeon because he doesn't he he cares about patients too much okay maybe yeah i don't know yeah you have to tell me i well, we, i skipped a season four okay. right after this so <laughs> i don't know right, right. <laughs> the other the other note that i have written down about the pilot is john cutter is trying to put an iv in a cop Who's just casually talking about beating his wife? Yeah, fascinating. And yeah. I think, I mean, obviously, this is on purpose. This is this was not, you know, an oversight by any sure. means. But it it was just one of those things where he's so focused on trying to get the IV right because he'd never done it before. He's mm-hmm. a new intern, and uh, yeah, this cop is just talking about how much he's got to give it to her, and it, right. it was just completely, yeah, it was just fascinating. Yeah, that never kind of pays off. Like it was just a like they they do the show does a lot of like the everything is a Sophie's choice kind of dilemma where we're going to throw some stuff in. And like, it's a, like they really hit you over the head with, you know, not everything is black and white to the point where I, I, I kind of not to get ahead of myself. I kind of checked out on that after a while. Yeah, I'm I, like, you know, not everything has to be like at an 11. Like, I, I, I would agree. The other thing I would say along those lines, and, and this is a note I have about 
some later episodes that we watched that I think is true right from the beginning is there is a lot of what I would call situational or subtle or ingrained racism and sexism mm-hmm. in, in terms of doctor, you know, certainly a, a woman doctor shows up and the guy says, Oh, are you a nurse? That, that kind of stuff happens all the time. Right. And the show does a really good job of not making that the story. It's just background basically, which, right. which I think is really smart because I think, it's very realistic that it is background sure. for a lot of these yeah, people in a I lot of so. those situations. Yeah. Um, and that, and that was kind of the case of like, Oh yeah, just you, you can't be a, you know, one of the things that I think we learn in watching this series is mm-hmm. that you can't judge these people. All you can do is treat them. Can I tell you a secret, Colin? Oh, okay. I don't think I learned anything okay. watching this series. All right. So, so talk about that. So uh, yeah. Say more. So the next note I wrote was, uh, so this show is about how ERs are busy. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like it just, it was seemed True. very, it was just a very obvious premise. It's like yep. a, the show, which is fine. Like the show is named ER. It's about an emergency room. Yeah. It's about how things are, are, Nuts in an emergency Scary. room. Yeah, great. Busy. We've all been to emergency Real rooms. Real busy. It's no fun. So well, so li- so watching a show about it for me became very taxing. Okay. Like it's a, just a lot of like I get it, but it's very like it's a it's a hyper dramatic sensationalized version of this thing that's already anxiety inducing. It's like mm-hmm. it's not fun for me. Yeah. There's nothing there's nothing entertaining necessarily about watching like this like constant barrage of. Craziness. Like I get it, and I have a lot of respect for the people in real life who do a version of that. That's probably not as sensationalized. Yeah. Uh, but not not really a source of entertainment. So I, it was just a weird concept to me that like the whole premise of the show is, hey, emergency rooms are crazy. You guys, check this out. I I agree, and I and I think that's I think that's a really fair analysis. I also personally just agree that it is hard to watch because it is so anxiety inducing. Sure. Like it. it crossed over from enjoyable to me because truthfully I remember you can confirm this I remember loving this show as a kid thinking mm-hmm. it was just one of the best shows on television sure. you know and and now it's exciting it's definitely it's, it's exciting. like an action show that's not really got any action in it sure well it has a lot of action in it mm, they're jumping on maybe. gurneys and pushing people around and saying let's, stat a lot they say stat a lot get carried away no they they do a lot of stuff and and I again you know rewatching it I, I was looking at it going it it hurt. It physically is uncomfortable to watch this because it's so much anxiety for yeah. me. Yeah, it's terrible. So I'm glad we agree. So okay. uh, can we talk about the underpants lady? Uh-huh. So yes. Let's, let's talk about the underpants lady. Underpants. Yeah. So there's a there's a grown woman yes. in the pilot that shows up and starts to hit on Dr. Green. Yes. And refers at one point to herself as wearing underpants. Um, I'm going to be honest, Cliff. I don't remember this. I do. Okay. It I was, don't remember this. It was scarring. Okay. Because who, I've never heard anyone, I think, out loud besides maybe very, very elderly people uh-huh. use the word underpants. Well, I think a lot of women don't like the term panties. Well, under, there's a thousand different okay. <laughs> terms. Just the, the specific word underpants okay. is... Very, I mean, very bizarre. Certainly it's not sexy at all. It wasn't, and it was kind of used in a situation where it was supposed to be, but like uh-huh. even just out of context, like even in just like a me- like a straight up medical yeah. discussion, the word underpants is weird. Uh, like, okay. Un- like yeah, just, I just universally strange <laughs> to be a grown adult and use the word underpants to another adult. I agree. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. Do, do you have more to say about that? No, that was it. I just wanted to make sure that was. I just wanted to make sure that was that was known fact in the world. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, anything else on the pilot, or should we move on? I do. So I, the last thing I wrote this is this is headed downhill in a hurry. I wrote this is some manipulative BS right here. Okay. Like, yeah. I I certainly agree. We'll we'll get it. Yeah. My we'll we'll, we'll talk more about that. But I, it, towards the end of the pilot, I started to understand the success of this show and also the gimmick. Uh-huh. which is like very serious emotional manipulation, which many, many shows rely on. This one in particular not only does it constantly, but is really, really good at it. Yeah, and I think I think this speaks to, again, just to, to get back to this height of 90s NBC Thursday night dominance, this speaks to sort of the, the era just before what we call the golden age of television, mm-hmm. where this is what is considered the best drama. Right. You know, it's, there is no subtlety. I mean, there, there is some subtlety. I will say like, like I said, the, the subtle sexism and racism, certainly that is subtle. So mm-hmm. 
retract that. But in terms of the true core of what they're trying to do, it's, it's absolutely right. It's emotionally manipulative. I wrote down, this is the parenthood of the 90s. They're, they're just trying to make you cry. And yeah. again, it worked. I was crying a bunch, but it, it wasn't authentic tears it was hostile tears yeah they tricked you they tricked me they tricked you good and i'll, I'll mention i don't, I don't want to leave the pilot too quickly but but one really great example of this is uh, i forget which episode it was but there is a holocaust survivor mm-hmm. but that's not the saddest part of the story right there's a baby missing sure like they introduce oh a holocaust survivor and you right. think oh we're going to talk about the holocaust yeah, there's a lot of that that's not sad enough yeah. but uh no there's actually a baby missing yeah they do a lot of we're going to give you one good thing and two bad things what? about it yeah so yeah so bu- like, yeah buckle it's up like the worst version of two truths sweet, and a lie. yeah sweet <laughs> dreams like... um so, so let's move on. So let's move away from the pilot we spent right, a little right, bit of time right. on the pilot there sure. because it, it's probably one of the most famous pilots in television history it absolutely is it's, and and i will say um what, looking at the title, you kind of realize, okay, it's 24 hours in the life of Dr. Green, mm-hmm. but it, it kind of is a gut punch when they hit the very end of it and you realize, oh my God, that was 24 hours. Right. And, and a lot of callbacks to it in the finale and yep. later on too, which, which is with, interesting. With so, yeah. so the next, uh, chronologically, the next show that we watched was the number two yep. rated episode of all time, uh, which was season two, episode 10 called A Miracle Happens Here. And this was kind of... So it's kind of the Christmas episode. Yeah, uh, because there was a guy who looked like Santa. Yeah. And Carol, the nurse, Juliana Margulies, was like, does that guy remind you? Like, she couldn't just say, oh, hey, that guy looks like And then she thought like he Santa. went out the window. Like, yeah, I wrote a note that says. Yeah, it was really says, weird. It was like she really thought he was Santa. Yeah, I, I wrote, is this number two because of Santa? Okay. <laughs> like, is that all it takes? Because a lot of these shows, like, not to like, not to go too hard on this show, but a lot, a lot of the episodes, the more we watch, they all felt the same. They, they really I did. Like agree. they felt like it was like a, a which is totally intentional. Agree. And look, let's be honest. Santa is a friend of the show. He was here. Sure. You'll remember. Well, yeah. yeah. No, we'll, <laughs> we'll have him back. I'm sure. He, we'll he is him. a great guest, but it, you may be right. It is the Christmas. I mean, again, this, I think this is the episode of the Holocaust survivor and the baby missing and they bring the baby back and that's, that is a miracle, but also super emotionally manipulative. Yeah. Like maybe this is one of the things I, I noted about it is I just wrote, this is really dark, still not super well acted, <laughs> okay. but really dark. I wrote, it's Christmas exclamation point. They shot a priest. Okay. Like, yeah. like <laughs> that, that was the, that was the yeah. central action yeah. of the show is the, the priest that gets shot and the kids that he's kind of responsible for. And then they're trying to like start a gang war because of, and then he's like the other gang didn't shoot me. And there's like right. this whole nonsense. And then they get into a giant fight in the, lobby and there it's uh yeah he dies for sure oh of course Um, yeah everybody dies in the show all the time it's a real real downer Mm -hmm. yeah it's a sadness factory yeah i don't i don't sadness factory is is Mm -hmm. correct i i wrote down the show as a real downer how did anyone ever watch it yeah like how i if this were on right now as an adult i wouldn't be able to watch it week to week just because I don't need that kind of weight yeah. in my television schedule. You know what I mean? <laughs> Emotional weight. Yeah. I, the, the last thing I, I, I put down here is <laughs> episodic TV is repetitive. Okay. <laughs> it's repetitive. <laughs> <laughs> to steal a Simpsons joke. Uh-huh. It's very repetitive. No, I get it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So I, it, just, it is like it started to kind of feel like I was watching the a, 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 one continuous version of the show where I found myself like, it wasn't hard to stop and start it when we had right. to. Like it, like it was easy to get confused about like what which episode we're yeah, in. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and I didn't feel like I had and missed we were a even lot. Jumping around, we seasons. were jumping around like see like whole seasons at a time. I don't feel like I missed much. Like it right. wasn't like I'm like confused about what's going on. It was just like okay, well, some more ambulances more just pulled up. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing I'll say in terms of that is uh, this is the most crowded ER in the world. Oh, sure. And also they have supplies all throughout the hallways. Mm-hmm. And it and it I found it very distracting because yeah. the the few times that I've been in other ERs, they don't look like that. Well, I, they do. I think that's realistic. I mean, it's, it is a, a one of the major metropolitan areas that's in true. the United States. Like that's it's true. it's the middle of downtown Chicago. So I I I think there's a lot of like one of the things I appreciate about this show is I do think they put a lot of effort into Realism. In fact, I would I would wager to say they probably did some groundbreaking work in terms of working in hyper realism into the show in terms of of jargon and the way that they do things and medical. Like, there's a lot of really accurate. thick medical language in here that if you're watching it, like they don't they don't stop to explain things to you as a viewer, knowing it's just a source of entertainment. It's just like kind of watching people in an ER, which is which is kind of nice. There's not a lot of pandering happening there. It's just the emotional manipulation that they do. On top of that, but I, I think the the setting of the hospital itself, the emergency room, and all the stuff, I think that probably is pretty close to 
Yeah, that's fair. So so you would say that ER probably stands for extra real. Are we each going to do this? This is just how it's going to be. So many in my back pocket. That's great. Looking forward to it. Any 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 other notes on uh, a miracle happens here? I I don't have any more. No. All right. Well, let's move on to chronologically season four, episode one, ambush. This was the famed live episode yes. of ER. Yes. I I had no knowledge of ER growing up. I remember when this happened. I didn't watch it, but I remember this being like a thing people were talking about. People were really, I, I do remember, I remember friends of mine saying, oh man, did you see how the baseball game that they had on at the same time was happening in real time? Like it was, it was the actual live baseball game that was going oh, on. Oh yeah. The only note I have about the show is the baseball game is live. Yeah. Exclamation point. Colin was I probably super excited. That. Yeah. That's all I remember. Really excited about, about the baseball well, game. Well, and, and there's a part where he declares someone, one of the characters declares someone dead, and they say the time, and it was actual, the actual time. Yeah. It was the real time. Oh, that's it. It was live. Amazing. Cliff. Yeah, I get it. I well, get it. again, like this is, this is, seems a little hokey to us now just because we have seen other shows do it, you know, for realism or yeah, for 30 drama. Rock famously, yeah. yeah. 30, 30 Rock, Rock famously, also Arrested Development sort of, mm-hmm. you know, made fun of it famously with the last 30 seconds of an episode. But, you know, this, this was the first time it happened. And, you know, it was, it was revolutionary at the time, especially when you think about, how much they have to orchestrate. It was you know? it was impressive. It, it, it caught. I read some articles about like reaction at the time. This happened circa nineteen ninety eight ish. Yep. yep. Um, I read a lot of articles about you know people gave it a lot of flack about you know the premise. Like yep. they built it up as like this live episode, and everybody was kind of all excited and like, how are they going to pull this off? And the 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 mode that they used for the show, the, the method was through the lens of documentary filmmakers, yep. and so yep. it kind of allowed for this premise of mistakes and kind of it it, it like it made it it wasn't like it wasn't really like a live episode of er it was like a a a version of er as seen through the lens of a documentary filmmaker that didn't feel like it was a live episode and so but people were really critical of it at the time like i think it caught a lot of uh a lot of blowback from it i thought it was pretty good like like having time to breathe like it was like they still pulled off a lot so even watching it now like it was a little amazing they were able to do that Live, like, and I read smarter. There was only one mistake, as far as people can tell. They there was a mistake on the the e, the West Coast feed. So they did two versions because sure. it was live. They had to do one for the East Coast and then a second show for the West Coast. Yep. And the there's a scene where there's a, an AIDS patient that's getting attended to and freaks out because he hasn't had a chance to tell them that he's HIV positive, and so tries to kind of fend off the nurses. And it's supposed to have a needle that he's like threatening them with to kind of keep him back, and it, like he dropped it. I guess on the West Coast version, like he did, like fell out of his hand or sure. something on accident, yep. and so that was kind of a weird faux pas. But um, other than that, like everything else was was on. Like I didn't well, notice a lot of mispronunciation. Like it just happened. It yeah, great. and and I'll even say I thought it was a really good episode just because it was out of the sort of routine of the typical episode. It didn't. Sure. It, it was something new and different. So yes, right. it was live, but also it was a different format, which made it interesting. Right on that level. Yeah, so it, was, it was. It was. I, I was, was impressed. Episode. I was impressed. Yeah. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. Great job, ER. Yeah, good job, guys. Uh, uh, what what other episode notes do you have? Uh, that was it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I. To be honest, I'm kind of I'm kind of out of notes except for a couple things towards the later seasons. Oh, I've got all kinds of stuff. So, oh, right there. So let's let's move along chronologically. I truthfully, to... I didn't write that many notes just because, like you say, it kind of became the same thing over and over. Yeah, I, I did. So we'll, okay. We'll, then. So season four, episode fifteen. This was the number one rated episode, okay. uh, titled Exodus. Exodus. Uh, and this is there's a lot that happens in this episode, but it, I. I I was kind of curious as to why it was number one. If like some, usually that happens because there's some big event. There's like sure. a wedding, or it's the oftentimes it's the series finale sure. that's number one for shows that we review. And this one, I think it was just the most dramatic show. Like there wasn't anything in particular that would like it wasn't an event type right. of show necessarily. It was just really dramatic. Is this the one where the benzene gets spilled. Uh, yeah, this is the one where there are or there's not spilled but dragged. There's in. a chemical spill, and uh, it's also the one where the doctor goes into the collapsed building yes and pulls the guy out yeah. at the, at the, yeah, at the that building was that sort of stuff yeah um so oh this was also where john carter got to he was an intern but remember um that one dr weaver told him that mm. he was still just an intern because he thought he was supposed to be a resident by then sure. but since he started over he was still an intern yeah but she she got sick because of the benzene and so he took over and he managed the whole thing right and he, he turned and the he, cafeteria into a yeah into yeah a it, was, it was john carter's shining moment that's why it's the highest rated episode i guess so it was yeah. it was 
it was a good episode. Like it, but it just wasn't that different from the formula of other episodes, which is I, fine. I agree. It, yeah. just, it was just like I think this was just the best version of their formula. I think so too. Uh, right. So I, one of the notes I wrote was Colin freaking out about. Uh, shaft rescue. Okay, you were super uncomfortable. I did not like that with, her, with the doctor crawling in and yep. trying to. Why would you do that? Yeah. She's like, "Hey, I'm going to go on a on an ambulance ride along," and then the first thing is like, "Oh, I'll just jump in there into the collapsed building." Sure, why not? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I, it, it's I also, scary. I also wrote all emergency equals no emergency. Yeah, like, like at some point it's kind of overload. It's like if everything is heightened and crazy all the time, which it kind of was. This episode was just like at a at a ten, like yeah. the whole the whole time, like it was kind of. Yeah, it's like it kind of loses some of its effect. That's true. I, I also noted this was the first time I, I noticed that the the freeze frame credits at the end were weird. Yeah. So the show ends and it had like it shows the the, the very ending credits. And then over the the rest of the credits, it shows as it's rolling to end to to wind up the show. They just pick a freeze frame shot. Yeah, it's super. And weird. the credits it's roll over. Face. It's usually somebody's face or it's a building and it's it's a really it seems super random. Like, I don't know if there's, like, a contest to let one of the, the production team members pick the shot or something, <laughs> or they just have a dartboard that I, they're throwing. Honestly, what I, what I would expect it is, is they probably, in in when it actually premiered, they probably had some sort of transition where it was a, it was a collapsed screen, mm-hmm. and so the credits rolled over over black screen or something and they had something else happening in the rest of the screen whether they were previewing the next show or whatever yeah. it would be called hot start mm-hmm. um mm. yeah uh you're welcome yeah. a little industry <laughs> inside information yeah i mean they probably did that and it probably just doesn't work on a on a platform like hulu yeah okay so that, that might be what it is and it also might just be that they picked weirdo shots i don't know it was weird so let's move know. on yeah so so the next episode that we watched is season three episode 23 this was the lowest rated episode. It was a 6.7. Season 13, episode 23. Oh, season 13, episode yep. 23. Sorry. Uh, the, the name of the episode is The Honeymoon is Over. Yep. And the first note I have is Stamos, exclamation point. Yeah. John Stamos is in the house. Uncle Jesse's here. That's right. I wrote down John Stamos is the poor man's George Clooney. Yeah. I did not realize this until I watched here, but it's the exact same character. It's, yeah. He's the pediatrician. Yeah. He's the good looking guy in the in the ER. Yeah. He's a pediatrician. Yeah, I also wrote Tooch. Stanley, yeah, Stanley Tucci's here. here. I wrote Mystery Medicine Man. Yeah, he's uh, kind of question a mark. He is. Uh, I it was one of the. I just boy, this is gonna sound bad. It was one of the few elements of the show I I enjoyed. I, I like <laughs> Stanley Tucci's character. Like he kind of showed I up. I think so too. Like yeah. that felt realistic. Where he's like, I'm an administrator, you guys, yes. and I'm here to make this stuff work. And you're doing a bad job, and we got to get better. And like it, I, I don't know. I thought it was. interesting. I, I think that's kind of a convention of shows in the in the late '90s or early 2000s, which is we have all been doing what we've been doing for a while, and we're great at it, even though we take shortcuts here and right. there. And someone comes in and. They're really kind of mean, and they make you change how you do things, and you don't like them for it. Right, but it makes it better. And yeah. I think that I think that's kind of the one I'm thinking of most of all is Sports Night uh-huh. when William H Macy's character, who's also William H Macy, is also on ER. Sure when he is. comes in and he like shakes things up, and, mm-hmm. and everybody gets mad about it, but it does make them better. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of a trope, and it works yeah. here. Yeah, I don't know why the movie Lean on Me popped into my head immediately. Yeah. Which is <laughs> very <laughs> random, but it, right, great movie. So I, another note I wrote about about this one in season thirteen is they they messed up the opening theme. So they they didn't take it away completely for the show, but they started at some point. I don't know when this happened, shortening it, and the, it was different. And like they they like I don't know if they cut it for time, but like without the theme song for me, this show is nothing. Okay. It is. That is harsh. It is negative space. <laughs> wow. All without right. the theme song. And yeah, so really I, I did, I did not appreciate having to watch an episode of ER and not getting to listen to the theme song. That's fair. It That's totally like a, fair. It felt like a waste of time. Yeah. It's like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I'm just supposed to watch a bunch of people in the emergency garbage. room? It was garbage. I'll All right. It. Fair enough. Uh, and then the last thing I wrote is trampled in a protest. We'll never know. Okay. So this one, this one <laughs> yes. had a cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I should mention like it was the lowest rated episode. I don't know why. Like it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't great, but it wasn't like significantly worse than. I thought it was a little bit more political than it needed to be. This was this was a little bit post nine eleven. Yeah, you could, maybe you could tell the influence of sort of sure. the Middle Eastern conflicts and all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. had had an impact. Mm-hmm. It, it was it didn't it didn't take a stand per se, but it, it was a little bit political. Yeah, it was just kind of showing every side of the fence. It was sure, like, yeah. similar to what we talked about the Wonder Years. It Absolutely. wasn't. It was trying to portray what was going on politically at the time by reporting weird versions of what was happening. Yep. Yeah, so I, I wrote, so anyway, I wrote she was trampled, one of the doctors was trampled at this protest. Yep, she went to a protest. And looked like she, stepped she looked like she didn't make it. We'll never know because I, it I ends in a cliffhanger in- and we were not about to watch. <laughs> okay. 
the next episode. <laughs> well, there was, was a, no it was time. the end of the season. Yeah. It was, yeah. She, she probably made it. Yeah. I don't know. She's probably fine. Sure. So the, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Yeah. yeah get, get at us on Twitter and let us know if she's okay. We'd love to, we'd love <laughs> to know how it turned out. the next out. episode that we did watch. I think okay. she was in the series. Finale. Maybe. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. So, uh, right. so the, the, the next and final episode that we watched in our, our marathon here uh, was season 15, episode 22, which is of course the series, series finale, finale. Uh, titled And In The End. And it was a... Uh, it was a two-hour episode, yes. as it would have aired on TV. It was about an hour and a yeah. half worth of actual commercial sure. yeah. television. Uh, and I only wrote one note about it, Colin. Okay. I wrote, Rory Gilmore is here. I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I wrote, Rory Gilmore is still a child. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit more about her later. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> cool. I have, to no one's surprise, yeah, she's... I have a little bit to say yeah, about the Gilmore do. girls continuously trying to ruin my life. So what's fascinating about this final episode is this was the first time I noticed that their ambulance bay isn't covered, which how is that possible? It was raining mm-hmm. and every time they went to get a patient, they had to get like 10 umbrellas. It also doesn't have a turnaround. It's just like an alley. That so they, they like nuts. They like dump people out that in the rain. That is poorly designed. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty that bad. Is bad. Maybe that's how it actually is in Chicago, in which case they should work on that. That I, seems I like I think a that's how the Warner plan. Brothers set allowed them to okay. set up the, the, right. the fake Fair snow enough. effects. There's Fair a lot enough. of, a lot of soap soap flakes yeah i also i also just wrote later seasons aren't as good like i said when i was a kid i watched the earlier seasons and i think you know it, it just kind of imprinted on me as yeah. as the correct version of er uh-huh. and then later when we've got stamos and the other lady with the hair yeah and the the guy with the left oh yeah I, all those famous people unbelievable you know, the lady with the hair who could forget <laughs> <laughs> the hair lady. You uh, get it. Yeah, I'm the later uh, people. I'm sure. like, I don't know these people. I don't know her. Yeah. You know? I don't know you. <laughs> Stranger danger. So uh, that's my purse. Um, so the... <laughs> I, I did like some of the callbacks, so it's worth yeah. it's worth noting. There were two that I noted in, in particular. The one about the IV, where Doctor Carter showing Doctor Green's daughter, yes, who's a big part of this show, who just kind of shows up out of the blue. Well, she's a, there as a potential medical student. Sure, yeah, and, and so she plays a big part. I think that was they kind of used her that character at least as a device to kind of yep. bring everything back together and it shows her how to run IV very dissimilar to how Eric LaSalle's character Dr. Benton. Dr. Benton doesn't show right uh, Dr. Uh, he just tells him like oh you just stick it in there yeah uh, Dr. Carter had to run an IV and so it was that was interesting like that dynamic and then yep. uh, the second callback that I, I'm sure there were plenty that I didn't yeah. see but the second one was uh, when the who's the doctor with the red beard? I can't remember. Yeah, his name. so that guy red. Like I, said, red I don't know her. Uh, red beard <laughs> is uh, sleeping like yes. Doctor Green was in yes. the, in one of the extra like broom closets or whatever, and yeah. kind of gets woken up and that sort of, like that whole cycle for the yeah. You could you gets, could see the profile of the nurse on her, the shadow of the profile. Yeah, I thought that was good. I thought that was that was the that one was, I noticed. I didn't notice the IV one, but yeah, I, I noticed yeah. The, the waking up. Yeah, so but you know, it ends like the you know it's kind of a the ending of the show is this is this it's cyclical. This is how it works. Yeah. Isn't it true to the to the devices of the show, which is yep. this is just going to go on forever with different people, and we're going to stop making a show about it, but assume that this is just going to happen forever. Yep, which is reassuring, but also not reassuring. It's terrifying for sure. So, any other notes about ER? Nope, not, none that I will not get to later. All right, well, we've got some pretty infuriating opinions, so let's go ahead and <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap up close ups, and we'll have the show on orchestra place out. All right, now it's time for our most unpopular take. Mm-hmm. Let's get over dramatic. All right, this is the part of the podcast where we say maybe something that's a little unpopular oh, yeah. or maybe something that might ruffle some feathers. Yeah, I'm about to bring it down. All right, so I think I'm going to go first because okay. mine is probably not going to be that revolutionary. Yeah. And we kind of already hinted at it a little bit. Uh-huh. My unpopular opinion is that this show is not actually that good. It's just emotionally manipulative. Okay. That's that's really all it is because I was watching it thinking, yeah, it's realistic and yeah, they do some things well and it's well written. But mm-hmm. also the thing that gets people watching is just the emotional manipulation. Sure. Yeah. It, it was a bummer, and it made me cry, which is annoying because it it felt cheap. Well, you, it felt like cheap you, you tears. Cry more often. Than I know, you. but that's what I'm saying. It like, oh, you made me cry. Big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think that's I think that's probably fair. Uh, my my dramatic take is this is not going to come off well, but it's <laughs> how I feel really. Yeah, uh, this speak is your truth. this is not well acted. Okay. This show. <laughs> right. It's a community theater level of effort. Wow. 
Uh, and I wrote, you know, two out of three extras have to be producers extended family. Okay. Like it's just not like the dialogue is good. It's smart. It's snappy. And there's a lot of really good actors that do a good job in the show, but there's so many, they kind of get drowned out by the army of people, both extras and some who shall remain unnamed as part of the main cast who are just not good right. at acting in the All show. Right. Like didn't, they were not believable. Like it was, it was just stumbly and like it would, I just didn't, maybe I'm spoiled by like the television evolution that we have today and like how things go a little bit deeper. This it was, I didn't think the acting in the show was very good at all. Yeah. I think that's fair. I also and, think and, it's and, a product in their defense. There's so much of it. Yep. That's exactly what I was just going to say. You know, like that's, that's kind of a, that does, that's not to like drown out the people that are doing a good job, but man, was, there were some rough spots. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. And I thank you for speaking your truth. Hmm, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll accept your, uh, your blowback responses <laughs> okay. if you're upset. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can, at us. Yeah, you can <laughs> the showdown yeah, six. Man, at the showdown six on Twitter or www.showdownpodcast.com. But for now, we're going to take a break. Uh, but don't go away because when we come back, uh, we're going to hand out some awards and pass some judgment. Hey, everybody, this is Cliff, your TV idiot. And this is your television expert, Colin. And we're here to tell you all about our pre-award winning podcast called The Showdown. We know you love TV. We do, too. And we're not here to judge how much. So to feed your craven addiction, we'll explore one amazing all-time TV show on every single episode. This episode, we're watching Home Improvement. We're watching Bachelor in Paradise. Low Deck Mediterranean. Gilmore Girls. We're watching Mr. Ed. Friends. The Curse of Oak Island. We're watching Unsolved Mysteries. The Golden Girls. Family Matters. True Blood. We'll talk trivia, play games, rate, and of course, throw down some very questionable opinions. The show is a is a murderer. <laughs> Robert Stack's trench coats have everything. Shoulder pads, <laughs> buttons, lapels, earth tones. Yeah, they're incredible. Well, four hooves and a mouth is like five fingers. Right, if you think oh about boy. it, so it's okay. like it's like a one-handed surgeon. Okay, don't think about it too hard. Yeah, it it would right, totally work, right. though. Yeah. I, look, if if I needed emergency surgery and the only physician available were Mr. Ed, I would let him operate. Okay. The answer is always more, more ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> You're purporting that Mr. T is the charismatic element of the A team. He's the only one. Well, I why know. don't you just say Murdoch for that? No, you know what? Stop. Okay. So listen to the showdown on any service where fine podcasts are available and channel surf over to our website for more surprises at www.showdownpodcast.com. See you soon. And we're back on the showdown. Now, for those of you listening at home, we have changed out of our soiled scrubs and we have put on our fanciest doctor ties and lab coats mm -hmm. because we are all gussied up for Dundee time. All right, now we're going to give out some awards. We're going to give out the best award, and we're going to give out the worst award, and uh, I think they're going to be rough. <laughs> so, uh -huh. Cliff, do you want to get us started? Yeah, I got a lot to say. All right. Do you want to start with best, please? Yeah, let's start with best. So my best, this is not a surprise, my, because what else could I choose? My, my best was the theme music. All right. It's really good. That's great. I wrote, beep, boop, <laughs> I, it's, it's really entrancing. Yeah. For a sure show that I, I, I overall kind of didn't really enjoy. Okay listen to that theme song all day long all right. i might add it to my playlist i think you should yeah would it be weird if i just rode no. in my car listening to the er theme music no i have kyle and the kids from bojack horseman okay well that's Spotify yeah that's a little, at least that has words <laughs> yeah it does. uh so i had an honorable mention as well okay I, it's Clooney. all right i, I want to dislike him but he's he's too god dang charming okay <laughs> keeping it real uh -huh. yeah you know he's i i like i think he's a good actor yeah, I think I, he yeah, is he's good enjoyable. Too. He's very charismatic. I think he's one of the more entertaining parts of the show. They give him some good lines. Yep. Uh, I think he does a good job. There's a reason why he went on to make a, a gazillion dollars acting and directing. And directing. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Mm -hmm. All right, well, my best award is very similar to yours, and we kind of mentioned it before. Mine is sound design. Yeah. I think the show is so effective. One of the moments that really got me again, effective, I did not enjoy it, but it was effective, was there is chaos happening in the ER. They've got the beep beeping of the music, the beep beeping of the machines. And it's a really, really tense moment. And there's some kid who for some reason has drumsticks mm -hmm. and he won't stop drumming on the glass. Mm -hmm. And it's so grating and anxiety inducing and yet it totally works for the right, scene it's part of the aesthetic absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah it's so it's so well done and you know it was that way throughout the series that's why they won so many awards mm. and i thought it was great uh now my honorable mention is gonna go to similar to yours to george clooney mine goes to noah wiley mr okay. john carter sure. himself yeah he, he went on to do some incredible work on some tnt dramas uh -huh. but you know he really <laughs> did well in this show uh-huh 
and I really enjoyed him. Yeah, this, I, this I, is I, his story. I, I get guess. that. He, I think he was one of the handful of actors that did a, did a pretty good job. Yep. Yeah. Well, and it's it's great because he comes on as this spoiled rich kid a little bit, and mm-hmm. then just layer after layer of depth and intrigue. Yeah, I think he does a good job of really bringing home, like Doctor Green. You get this a little bit, but Doctor Carter for sure. Like the you you watch this show. And I think it's easy to wonder, like, why in the world would anyone choose to do this? Like, they do a good job of painting, like, the dichotomy of, well, if you're a trained doctor and you're this good at practicing medicine, you could go into a private practice and make a lot of money. It's not so crazy. And, like, that's the allure of doing this. And so why, if you're as as good as some of these doctors are, would you want to be in a situation like you're in the ER? They do a good job of subtextually explaining it's because they have a passion, like, because that's, that's, it's inside them. Yeah, right. they, they feel it's a calling. There. Like they could go and make millions of dollars doing something else, but this is something that's like a, you know, I, I think that's something they lift probably from the real world that Absolutely. Uh, Noah Wiley does a good job of portraying. Totally agree. Now give me your worst. <laughs> okay. All right. Lay it um, on me. So my, so my worst is Stamos' haircut. Oh, wow. Okay. I wrote it's a big miss. Uh, have mercy. Okay. <laughs> have mercy. For a, a man known for his hair. Okay. Man, they, they messed this up big well, time. Look, it was bad. His, his Stamos' his hair. I, I mean, it was the 90s, and so back then it was probably like a... Well, by then it was the thing, 2000s. But, man, it didn't, it didn't age well. It's a rough haircut. All right. It's rough. It's bad. All right. Uh, I have an honorable mention. Okay. Of course you do. Uh, Dr. Mumbles. Rory Gilmore. Uh, no thanks. Uh, Should have been Lane. <laughs> Should have been Dr. Lane, but it wasn't. I and I think they I think they screwed that up, and I think they know it. You know, I have to say, I wouldn't have thought she was worth any kind of acting anything, but she was so good in The Handmaid's Tale. That's true. It has yeah, redeemed I, it's, her it's completely. A, but that show is about someone very meek and like kind yeah. of ends up being a, a you know kind of a powerful force under the scenes. But like on the surface, like that's I think that's why she's so well yeah, cast. It was it, it was, yeah. well, it was well cast for redeemed her. Redeemed her I think, career I, for me because I couldn't agree more. She is she is wimpy to watch in this show. Yeah, I don't. And, and again, the actress. I don't. I don't. I don't know her. Name. Like she may be a great actress. She's been cast poorly. Yeah. Like she, maybe she, she does a good job in some, which we've seen. She's taken some roles. She's done a good job in. But some of these like. Yeah, she was in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Make any Pants. sense. We don't need a transparent mumbler yeah. as an ER doctor. Right. <laughs> okay. My, mine's in the same vein. Mine, my worst Dundee goes to later season replacements. I don't know them, nor do I care to. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're strangers. Yeah, I I don't know what it was. It I don't want replacements for the main actors that I've grown to know and love. You know, that's fair. All right, so that that pretty much does it for all of our awards. It does. That was yeah. smooth as silk. So, okay. uh, Sorry, so we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll take those awards and we will uh, pack them up in an ambulance. Yeah. Although I don't know if our insurance yeah. is going to cover that, but we're going to try it anyway, and we'll send it off to our, our local emergency room here, along with a big thank you note for all of the real life medical professionals who work in real emergency rooms and do this job that is obviously very difficult and probably appreciate the show much more than than we do. So we'll do that and uh, have the show to orchestra place out of Dundee's. All right, Colin. So we've handed out some awards, but it's time to get serious. I'm serious. We have to go before Judge Stone and pass some judgment. Are you ready? I am ready. So Closing Arguments, of course, is the part of our show where we offer one final impassioned plea about our real feelings about this show. We try and summarize what we can, and then we give this thing a score. Really serious stuff. Oh, yeah. So we're going to give it a score each of uh, zero to five stars. Uh, in the true star search fashion, we're going to combine those scores into a grand total of zero to ten stars, and then we'll take that and enter it into our big leaderboard to see how this compares against other shows that we've reviewed here on our podcast. So, uh, Colin, would you like to go first? Sure, I absolutely will. So, uh, as I mentioned, I watched the show a lot when I was a kid. I really, really liked it, and as a child, I thought it was just the pinnacle of dramatic television, this in West Wing, which probably says a lot about my childhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wow. But, uh, but, you know, rewatching it, I as as I have mentioned, it, it felt wimpy in certain ways in that it was much more based in manipulation and emotional stunting, basically. Sure. Uh, so, so it was hard to, to like it too much on this. And maybe just I'm a more anxious person as an adult, and so I don't have time for anxiety in my leisure time while mm-hmm. I'm watching television. Sure. Uh, it does get some bonus points for nostalgia. Okay. Um, and it definitely gets bonus points for being the gold standard of medical shows. You know, a lot have come since then. 
I watched Grey's Anatomy for a while, mm-hmm. and it pales in comparison to ER. Okay. There's a lot more sleeping I'll around. Take your word for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to get to yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid we will. It's all right. Um, but ultimately, I have given this show a final score of 3.7 stars. 3.7 stars. Yep. Wow, that's pretty high. It's well above average. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so I'll 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 tell you a little bit about my feelings. Okay. Colin. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's a no surprise. <laughs> I'm sure this is actually a good show, but I'm not here for it. Okay. I'm not. It's too hospitally. <laughs> okay, that's not a thing. It is. It's too hospitally. Uh, anxiety is not a source of entertainment for me. And I wrote finally, it's made of sadness. That's true. The show is made of sadness. Wow. I I gave it a plus point five for the tooch. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot yeah. for him. Anytime you throw the tooch in there, you're going to get a half star. All right. I gave it a negative half a star for random crying baby audio. Oh, God, you're so right. I don't deal with that well. Oh, God, and I couldn't was, agree more. That was that was hurtful. Uh, and then I gave it a, another minus a full star just for underpants. Okay. I wasn't wow. I, I wasn't happy about underpants. Uh, it was just, I don't know, weirded underpants. me out. Uh, I gave it a total score, and you're, this, just, this is going to maybe upset some people, including... My, my podcast partner here. Yeah. I, gave, I gave a score of one star. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, it was so manipulative. I, you know, it was it was rough for me. So, and, and to wow. be honest, all the right. star is for the theme song. Okay. That's, that theme song wow. is is worth uh, worth a lot to me. Uh, so I hey. I, I, gave, I gave it one star just only because this again this is just my personal Speaking rating of the truth. show. But I couldn't watch any more of these. Yeah, like, I couldn't. Fair. It's I'm not. That's not to say it's a bad show. I'm sure it's it's probably contextually a great show. Not about ER. So that, that leaves us with a final score of 4.7, 4.7 yeah. stars, which is, low. well, it's, it's about average. It's right in the middle, yeah. right? So yeah. it's low overall, but and I, obviously I'm a big part of that, which I make no apologies for. But uh, nonetheless, that's where we're at. So we'll put that on the leaderboard. It's going to land somewhere in the middle. The good news for fans of ER, if you're listening to this show, is it still puts you above below deck, yeah. uh, which is great. So so I think there's something to be proud of in terms of our uh, our podcast here. Uh, and with that, we'll go ahead and fill out the paperwork to make sure we can get that entered. And w- while we do that, we'll take a quick break. But don't go anywhere when we come back. We're going to play some games. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the showdown on a very special episode where we're talking about ER. ER. Short for emergency room and nothing else. So, uh, are you sure it's not short for emotionally radioactive? Yeah, I am, Colin. Oh, okay. Let's just let's put a okay. let's shut it down. Okay. Uh, so it's time for my very favorite part of the podcast. Yeah, mine you can't, too. You're not you're not going to be able to rattle me because I'm so excited about what's Great. happening. Are you are you ready to play some bonus rounds? Are let's you ready? Do it. Are you yeah, sure? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Ba, ba, da, ba, ba, ba. All right, everybody. So this is bonus rounds. It's amazing. Yeah. Trust us. Yeah. So uh, this is where we determine the grand champion of this episode of yeah. the showdown. Every episode of our of our podcast has a champion. That's right. Always. Yeah. And it's one of it's us. One of us is a winner. Yep. Two podcasters enter. One we podcaster ne- leaves. We never tie. We, yeah. We, well, I think we have tied before. No, there are three rounds. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. One day we'll do a retrospective and see yeah, what the what the true. score is. I, I I feel like I might be winning, but I don't know. I think you are because you choose the winner every well, week. The audience wants what it wants. So uh, okay. uh, bonus rounds, of course, is where we play three games. Uh, yeah. We have a wheel here that we're going to spin. It's got about twenty games or so that we've come up with. Uh, very stupid. Uh, as no one would argue, but we love them. We're going to play them. We're going to play three games. The best two out of three is going to be declared the winner. Or three out of three. Or, th- it or happens three that out way. of three, which is usually very embarrassing for the person that that happens Super to. Super embarrassing. Yeah, just humiliating. But hopefully that doesn't happen here. Nobody I wants to not. see that. Yeah, or, nobody, certainly no one wants to hear it. Yeah, we've got good ideas. All right. So should we go ahead and, and get started? Yeah, and get can, I, can I spin the wheel? Yeah, why don't you go ahead and spin? All right, here we go. Oh boy. Okay. So we've landed. Oh, we haven't played this game in a little while. This this game's called High Definition. Oh yeah. So 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 High Definition is it's just pretty fun. It's it's a very simple premise. It is what is the reaction to this show of a person that might be medicinally impaired, sure. someone who might partake of the. Uh, of the uh, the green wonder that is now legal in in, in many states. Um, the sticky would, icky. The state, it's, yeah, well, I think that's the medical term. Since sure. this is the ER show, I think the medical right. term is sticky right. icky. Um, you want to go first? I would to? love to. Yeah, okay. I'll go first. Um, I think I think realistically, what would happen if someone were to imbibe 
marijuana. Uh-huh. Uh, they they would start the show and it would it would psych them out a little bit because of the anxiety. So mm-hmm. they would mute it yep. because the sound design is so effective. Mm-hmm. And they would just watch mm-hmm. and they would see like the hairdos and stuff. And okay. I think that's what they would enjoy the most about it. Okay, I I think that the watching that's a good that's a good answer. So so I think that someone watching this show that was impaired this would send them to the real life emergency room. I think they would see this. It would induce so much anxiety and paranoia, which of course is already going to be present in the room at the time. Uh, and it's going to, it's going to make them nuts and they're going to, they're going to end up in the hospital themselves. I think it's dangerous. I think there should probably be some sort of warning yeah. that comes up before uh, ER. If it's you know a service that you're streaming on that says, do not watch this while impaired in any way, because you might, you know, you might have to run out of the room. Terrifying. Yeah. But I think it's, I think that's probably true. But I don't know who I don't know who the winner was between. I think the I think two of us. I think it's pretty clear that you're the winner of that Aww. of that round. Yeah, I think I think I think we're kind of saying the same thing. I think yeah. I think you're you're probably a little bit more more on the point. All right, so that round goes to Colin. I think pretty clearly. Uh, let's go ahead Aww. and spin the wheel for round two and see see what we get. Yeah, sounds good. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and spin. Here I go. All right. All right. So we've landed on okay. a game called Netflix and Grill. Hmm. All right, so Netflix and Grill, of course, is a game where we try and and decide what is the perfect food pairing yeah. for this show. Yeah, what's um, going to taste the best? Sounds easy, not not always not always so easy. So I'll I'll go first if you Please want. Please do. Uh, yeah. So mine mine was came to me pretty directly. I I, I put microwave burrito. Okay. I, I think That's that good. has to be the pairing here only because in the show, yeah. there's a lot of microwave burritos. Apparently, oh, yeah. There's a, a bodega across the street that they're constantly walking over to. Apparently, they have delicious microwave burritos. They have all sorts of coffee. And so I, I think if you're trying to be a realist and eat like the characters of the show yeah. are eating, it's it, it, it might have to be a microwave burrito. Interesting. So so mine is very similar. It's along the same lines. What would the characters be eating? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I put Jello and Salisbury steak. Okay. Yeah, it seems like a hospital meal. Standard cafeteria food. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I. That's a. That's a really good answer, Colin. Thanks. But not as good as my answer. No, I agree. You have yeah, a better answer. I. I you know, because I mean, the diversity of microwave burritos. Oh yeah, you could get all sorts themselves. of stuff: bean, cheese, anything, steak, chicken, yeah, all sorts of stuff. All of the above. Yeah. All together, mixed. Asada. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it's great. So uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and take that point, which is going right. to set us up for an exciting third round here. Yeah. Okay, that's, this does not require a soundtrack. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's wow. Okay, all right. So, all right. So let's, why don't you go ahead and spin the sure, wheel for I'll, the third I'll round. Spin let's the see how go. this thing's going to go. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I was afraid oh, of this. Oh, boy. So we've landed on a game called, well, we'll just talk. This is Midnight Special. I was afraid we were going to land on Midnight Special. I thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. Midnight Special is a game where we try and recast the performer of the theme song for whatever show we're reviewing. And so... Sadly, that means that we have to try and come up with uh, an alternate performer for what I've already established as the greatest theme song, perhaps in television history. Yeah, who would do it justice? The ER theme song. It's it's um, I don't even I don't even know what to say. I'm a little distraught about this. Carl, would you like to go first? I will. I I'm having a hard time coming up with the best answer. So mm. I'm I'm trying to come at it a different way. Okay. And so I'm going. Okay, this is a great theme song. It's really effective. Uh-huh. Who is awesome? Right. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. Yeah. Is, I know. I know. I'm, 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 I'm not great at this at this one because I'm not very musically inclined. You mm-hmm. may, you may know that, yeah. but I, I I'm not great. I think I think it would be cool to see this theme song performed by Jay Z. Okay. Just because he's really cool. Is that your real answer? Yeah, or? That's okay. My real answer. I know. I'm, I'm not doing great with this one, but but look, it's an awesome theme song, and he does awesome stuff. So let's. Put them together. Look, we're all fans of the Jigga Man. I know. But that's what I'm saying. It's not, it's no place. It's it's not even a city. You don't know that. It's not even a city. You don't know. I, I do know. He, okay. he hails from, famously right. from New Common York City. then, because he's from Chicago. Maybe. That's at least closer, but still ridiculous. Okay. All right. Common's well, a, I'm sorry. A world-renowned lyricist. So, I will not look, say Kanye. Okay. Well, no, one's, no one wants Kanye to perform anything at not. this point. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Thanks, we got Kanye. it. Yeah, we're appreciate right. it. We out. Um, so mine, okay, I don't know. The, the first answer that came to me, which is not my final answer, was Seager Ross. Okay. I think, I, I, and that's that's sure. that's not like a funny answer. It's, that's like my genuine like. I love this theme song. Who would remake this and not screw it up? 
You just want um, it to be an exact replica. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, and I, I do love Seager Ross. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it, so I, I think that would be fun. But the answer I think that I came up with that's that's would be the most entertaining to me, which is a little bizarre. Like this actually popped into my head here is is Tenacious D. Okay. So I, I'm not. I like Tenacious D just fine. I'm not a huge fan of Tenacious D like some others, but they seem to be musically inclined enough to perform an acoustic rendition of this song. Okay. Like I can hear it in my head right now. All right. And it's really good. Okay. Uh, it, but also they have like an intensity to their music, sure. right? That feels like it would lend itself to what the theme song is trying to produce. I, I think a Tenacious D performed uh, version of this might be acceptable for which is saying a lot because you know, given my choices, no one should be touching this theme song whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's, I think that's not only my answer, but, but probably the only acceptable okay. uh, answer. Certainly more acceptable than what did you did you land on? Common? Let's, yeah, let's say common instead of Jay Z. Good lord. Okay, so All right, whatever, <laughs> whatever. You don't have to make fun of me. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's part of my job. But, oh, okay. Uh, I, so look, I, I think oh. I, I, I would go to the live audience poll, but I don't. Thing I need to in this wow. case, I can, no kind of, I can kind of, I can kind of just feel yourself. in my bones uh, <laughs> okay. what the the audience is communicating to me right now, which is sure. that not only have I, I won this episode the championship for the ER episode, but like with flying colors. Okay, well, it, like it was, it was, a, it was a, it <laughs> was a, it was a domination. Well, I think it's the I, word that comes I to mind. I did win the first round. That's so true. That's true. Wasn't that much of a domination? Round, only really because we gave the same answer and you gave no, it first. No, that's not true. Okay, hey, whatever. look, look, history is written by the winners, <laughs> baby. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Deal with it. So, hey, and so yeah. with with that, um, we'll go ahead and start to wrap up the show here. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we hope you had a good time too. Please visit us and let us know uh, how you feel about the show at www.showdownpodcast.com. You can visit us, play along, see the leaderboard, send us some emails, request shows for us to review all that fun stuff you can also give us a shout or follow us at the showdown six on twitter and as always i'm cliff i'm colin and this is the showdown signing off on the 12th day of christmas my true love gave to me uh, 12 tone deaf doctor 11 <laughs> lords alording 10 Drummer's drumming. Nine something something. Eight made the milking. Seven swa a swat. Six geese a gagging. Five, Five. Oh, Six. Four, Four calling birds. Three French hens. Two turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. Ah. yeah.